on that Mary Jane. I said sipping. Wow. Smoking on it. Fumble. Hey. Fumbling. Shout out to my man Rick James, man. I'm Rick James, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Evidence Morning Show. More life. Hashtag free to think us. Let them niggas out. We still sipping and smoking on that Mary Jane. <laughs> Whichever one you choose. Well, to, nowadays you can sip on it. You can sip yeah. on some Mary. You There's can smoke on some Mary. 
You yeah. can, you can. I mean, there's all types of ways to there's get different to different formats. Definitely, just for sure. Mary comes at you in many facets. Oh, yeah. she's available. You're blessed. Oh yes, technology. Man. Oh yes, technology. Speaking of Mary Jane. Speaking of Mary Jane, we wanted to, you know, if y'all been fucking with us, like we hope y'all been fucking with us. Mm-hmm. Y'all know we dropped the episode the ways back called Addiction, yeah. and if you ain't peeped it, you might want to go peep it. Because we talked about how black people, that's what we like to focus on, black right. men in particular. Yeah. We always focusing on healing and generational traumas. And with that, we got to recognize what's holding us back. And, and some of these things that's holding us back is addictions yeah. and, and more specific of addictions. And what we want to dive into today is that marijuana. The Mary Jane, aka the Kush, aka. That Kush. Hydro chronic, you know, the exotic, whatever you want to call it. Bookies, cookies, sour deeds. Look, man, everybody smoke, everybody love it. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's it's kind of it's that's why it's kind of easy to talk about, but you got to think about it in terms of what's holding us back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? What's holding us back? And a lot of the times, like one of the things that come to my mind is. Niggas be high. Like we said that last time, and I'm yeah. going to say it again. Niggas be high, bro. Y'all heard for that real, song? Because real. I got high. Because I got high. Yeah. Real shit. But why do you think is that is? You know, somebody, I asked somebody one time, you know, or somebody asked me, actually. And I was like, Evan, why you smoke? And I was like, man, you know, I'm a creative. I like to, I like I like living up here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like yeah. to be able to create. I like to be able to think at a at a really deep level. Yeah. You know, I like to kind of, there's more ways to escape than just cush. You know what I'm saying? So it was a very, although in-depth, surface level response. Yeah. And so I didn't know. And so the people I were with, you know, another lady answered and she said, you know, I smoke because I I, I want to get away from everything. Yeah. You know, like when you think about reality, when you think about where we at in this world, like, dog, don't nobody. If you if you can smile and understand the truth of what we live in, like right. something's wrong with you. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, yeah, people smoke, people drink to escape that shit. People get high, like to escape that shit. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what it is for us too like we we want to be in a different part of our brain should it be considered an escape then even though we know what it does to you then because i mean you know there's it plays different roles right? I maybe it shouldn't be considered an escape outlet because it could be because like I, I know some people who say like when they did like shrooms and shit. i've never done shrooms but i'm saying never like, never 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 done shrooms. what the only two things i've done is Bruh. weed and alcohol hey. bro and everybody Drop said, the liquor. Everybody <laughs> said, "Hey, I'm shrooms expose you to like some shit." So I'm like, "Yo, it, it exposes you to your spiritual self." Huh. I will say that shrooms exposes you to your spiritual self. It, it's one of the deepest spiritual journeys you can take. Yeah. I wouldn't advise just taking it just on some recreation shit. Like I'm just trying to be fucked up for the day. Yeah, like no. You need to know about yourself spiritually. You need to know about yourself ancestrally in, yeah. in, in its antiquity, your spirit in its antiquity. I highly recommend shrooms. Oh my God. And yeah. like, there's probably like a schedule one or two drug on the FBI's list. Yeah. 
fuck them niggas because they got that all right. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's yeah. a reason why they don't want us tapped into our souls. And that shit for sure puts you right in the seat of your soul. It, yeah. it just shows you so much. So I ain't sitting go I ain't gonna sit here and be like, Oh yeah, I'm recommending everybody go do that and like no. I'm saying if you're on a spiritual journey, that's a that that will most likely be a stop along the way. Yeah. And there's deeper things. Is weed part of that spiritual journey? Weed is definitely a big part of that spiritual journey. That's why a lot of a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, who smoke are really into their spirit, are really into spirituality and yeah. and different things like that, especially black people because we are spiritual people. And so like, yeah, that's why I mean like uh living on another on another mindset. Living yeah. in another mindset, living up there as I call it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why we up there cuz we know we in touch with our souls and that's yeah. what we like to move with. Like we struggle a lot. I'm, I'm not going to, I shouldn't say we as black people, I'm going to say I struggle a lot just moving along in society. Um, because like I move as a spirit and if it don't satisfy yeah. my soul, then I really can't do it. But there's not a lot of things out there that's soul satisfying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the things that are soul satisfying don't pay the rent. Yeah. Like going up and telling poetry, my nigga, like don't pay the rent. Like ain't nobody out here just booking poets, right? Like that. Like yeah, every now and again. But I'm talking about on a, on a steady, like bruh. You yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Very few. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like doing those things that that like satisfy your soul. Don't always like like pay off mm-hmm. like that. You know. However, it is it's self satisfying. Yeah. Um, deeply. So. It's a, it's a, it's like like weed is like the the best worst addiction you can have like right. to me. So why white people do it too, probably at even a higher rate than us. So why do you think they put it as a schedule a, a higher like well, with the same lane as crack? we know we know why we know why they did it because yeah. it's 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 a tactic to lock niggas up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can easily go through a community, sm- smell some kush, and yeah. go harass people and find some kush, right? So the FBI clearly did that just as a, as a tactic of mass incarceration in the prison industrial complex in this country. Um, and, and even more so, like, before then, you know, there was the alcohol prohibition, and weed was legal during the alcohol prohibition. And after alcohol prohibition, they um, made hemp illegal. They made weed illegal. And then the FBI, you know, topped it on one of their top drugs. You know, there was a, the whole reefer madness. Uh, pr- the biggest, like I'm talking about, if you want to see what propaganda is. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you need a definition of propaganda. Watch reefer madness. Yeah. Made in like the 1930s. And it's literally about like, oh, if you smoke, like you go turn into this savage person and you go kill people and you go hurt people and you go do this whole destructive ass shit and it's just like the biggest load of propaganda ever like anybody who smoked weed ain't nobody smoked weed and had no violent thoughts like I'm I, like I will go on record and say that shit yeah. like you ain't just hit the cushion and be like you know what I want to go shoot up a school yeah like no like never have you ever yeah you know what I'm saying it, more like weed's more like you know what <laughs> relax you know, school could be so much deeper. Like, we could really learn about some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they be telling us that bullshit. Yeah. Tell us nothing about life. Yeah. Or death. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a weed type of conversation. You know what I'm saying? But 
you watch a reefer madness or you talk to some people, you really think like, oh, niggas is out here smoking weed. And that's because that's who they associate weed to. Right. They associate weed to uh, predominantly, like you said, black people. I mean, white people probably use that shit more than we do. Yeah. I'm saying there's more than there is us in this country. Right, nigga, we don't own the 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 shit that's flying this shit in here. All the dispensaries out here, we don't own. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's so much validity in that statement. Do you think the weed right now is well, at least because speaking from this state standpoint, I know it's legalized. Going. Do you think that shit though is pure? No, sir. No, so sir. Then do you bring think back that the street pharmaceuticals. Bring back the niggas. That's that is the part of the addiction because yeah. weed in itself is not supposed to be an addictive right. substance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Weed ain't supposed to be an addictive substance. Mm-hmm. It isn't. You know what I'm saying. And, and they put this shit in it to make their Kush the best Kush and all of this stuff like that. Weed in its natural form isn't that potent. It doesn't have a high THC level. Right. Like you're not like. It ain't just growing no bookies, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nature, like, God just ain't out here growing bookies, dog, and sour diesel. You know what I'm saying? These are people putting chemicals in your shit and trying to get that those buds to crystallize and do this shit. You know what I mean? It's not really, we ain't growing in a, in a natural or organic way all the time. And the ones that are growing in a natural organic way usually have, they're either CBD or they have a lower THC content because most marijuana is supposed to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, little known weed facts for you, potheads. But, <laughs> right? They're doing something to our cush. Yeah. They're doing something to our cush, and it got us, and it got us coming back. Yeah. And it's and it's and it's fucking us up. Honestly, it's I really do believe it's fucking us up. Man. So, do you think that is what's making us be in the mindset we're in right now? Then I don't think that is. The it sole plays a part. factor, but I think it, I think it um, definitely has its like that's why they legalized the shit, man. Because yeah. they knew, all right, except with liquor. Because it's like this, man. When you when you forecast, I can look ahead and see this is most likely how people are going to become, or this is most likely how people are going to be. Right. All right. So let's. What do we want to do to stop that? Right, because it, for America's initiative is to fuck over niggas. Like that's like just and, and people got to get that in their heads. That America's whole agenda is to fuck over niggas, okay? Yeah. So, in the in the plot to fuck over niggas, if I forecast this, I know eventually that the things I'm I'm predicting against is a revolution, is black people rising up. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play into their habits, the habits I gave them, because we didn't we didn't have those habits when we was out there in the Montgomery bus boycott. We didn't have those habits um, throughout most of the part of the 60s. Yeah. You understand? We didn't have those. We didn't really get those habits until the 70s, 80s, and eventually 90s when those habits started to uh, persist with other habits like using crack, heroin, um, and other drugs and other substances, smoking cigarettes and all that types of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like these type of habits like got worse over time. Mm-hmm. So as you, as you forecast this out, like, all right, I know eventually like Niggas, we've always been mad about our position in America. Since we've been here, we've been mad about it. Like, there's been funk mm-hmm. here and there. And every eventually we'll shut the fuck up, and then we get mad again. Yeah. And then we'll shut the fuck up, and then we get mad again. That's been the... So, and if I'm forecasting that, we became legal in 2013. Black Lives Matter started in 2015. Mm. Fast forward, you know what I'm saying? Like, they've been... 
they've been holding us out of these out of these positions and and you know what I'm saying we've been legal for a few years now and a lot of our situations have been getting worse I read a very interesting stat and I know this is like a little off the bar but there's an interesting stat in 2015 more black people got killed than the Willie Lynch era just 2015 by itself by police dog it think about that shit one year covers a Willie Lynch era and you could go look it up yourself fact check but 2015 more niggas got killed than the Willie Lynch era bro that's 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 tough to ponder because we still living amongst the Willie Lynch era, right? And and we we sit here and say this is happening twenty fifteen. We sit here twenty twenty, and we just now really starting to get this this shit popping, and we only talking about so, policy. So then, going back to the whole is is, a, is should we just get out of weed, man? I think there definitely needs to be some separation from because um, right now they're pharmaceuticals, man. Yeah, especially it being legalized. there has to be. I w- yeah. man, you know what? I'm gonna be just a hundred with with our audience right now. I'm trying to stop smoking weed. Yeah, I can't. I'm addicted to this shit. I'm trying to stop smoking weed. If yeah. anybody got some tips, come holla at a nigga because I'm struggling. They're going to cage you trying to go to the store. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I know what it's sitting here doing to our minds. I know weed done held me back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know weed is holding us back. And I want to stop. Like, I wish I could go check into a uh, rehab center. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? An inpatient rehab center. I can just post up. You know what I'm saying? And just grind all day. Like but who controls that? Center too. It's just more so being in a space where I don't have access to the shit or access to the people who got the shit. Because even if I stop buying this shit, one of my niggas gonna pull up on me with one roll. Yeah. Or if I go pull up on one of them, somebody gonna have something roll. Like this is just our culture. Yeah. I'm saying so. It's like it don't matter where I go. go I don't have to buy it. Right. I'm saying like I remember when I first started smoking weed. Like I didn't even I didn't buy weed. Like for me. Right. For right. like the first two years, I started smoking weed because people were just yeah. like, "Oh, Evan smokes now." Bam, we, you're in the sesh. So if I wanted to go smoke, it's easy to it's get it, into that. So as my addiction started to grow, oh, now let me go buy some Kush. Yeah, you know what I mean. And once you start buying it, like man, man I'm always gonna buy it because I always want it for myself. At the end of the day, I always <laughs> want it for me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I always want it for when my niggas pull up and when this pull up because it's very social. Yeah. It's very easy to easy to have amongst, you know what I'm saying, a, a crowd and it's, I mean shit, yeah. a lot of great it's things a good come conversation starters. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, the yeah, only yeah. thing that ain't popping from that shit is our freedom. Right. And that's what we're talking about. And that's why we say that's why it's on the chopping block. So I guess do we just need to focus or shift our freedom? Focus. I think we got to shift our focus. I, I think we got to we got to shift our focus. We got to. Will that give the niggas a pass then to smoke weed if they focus on that? <laughs> I think if you if you if you if we shift our focus, in in, nah man, because when I think if you want your shit, you're not gonna want to smoke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think really in your highest self, you're not gonna want to smoke. Yeah. Like I think the the like. The most successful people I, I hear, they'd be like, like one of the things I hear about, they don't smoke, they don't drink. I'm like, damn. Trump don't even drink. Yeah. Trump don't smoke. That nigga crazy motherfucker, but you know what I'm saying? Business, one of the top yeah, business minds right, of all yeah. time. 
You know, it, it, a lot of people don't smoke, don't drink. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, you know what I mean? There's something to be said about that shit. And I want to be that type of leader where I can say one day I don't smoke, I don't drink. But yeah. right now I'm the type of leader to say, look, y'all, I do me, fam. You do you. I'm in my zone. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm still here. Yes, sir. But I'm still blazing. Hey, man. But we fighting this addiction. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Time to smoke. Say I look high. I say I'm high, bro. Still blazing, knowing with me, just facing. I remember days when I could only smoke on occasions. I couldn't wait to go and cop from random. Rolling blunts of 50, stuck in my mom's basement. Had drove for sale, but niggas was smoking haze then. Blew a O a day then. Don't know, but somehow I made a way. And nigga, them bills need pay, but I'm. Believe that. Big ounces of Kush, nigga. Yeah. And they go wherever we go. Yeah. Why can't everyone just smoke like me? Just get up out my face and let me roll my weed. But ain't nobody in my business, don't nobody gotta know. Let's all learn how to roll and blow it by the O. I'm here, but my mind's gone. 400 a zip, nigga, that's what I'm on. And I'm gon' re-up as soon as the fire's gone. Smoking OG Kush from another time zone. As the smoke begins to pile on. Wetting rags and putting bags over the fire alarm. You niggas styrofoam. Lightweight. I'm on my 13th OZ. Quite baked. You probably go to sleep. Your throat might ache. You off that good weed. You need a nice break. See, y'all roll J's up all day and you won't have to put an eighth in. They saying it's amazing how I'm. Yeah, yeah. Back in this motherfucker. 
Hey, y'all heard my guy Wiz. Still blazing. And while we figure this out, sound like we're going to keep blazing. <laughs> but I definitely love to dive into the root. Yeah. I definitely love to dive into the root of, you know, some of our, you know, and, you know, I don't apologize. I'm glad we actually took the conversation in this direction. Yeah. Um, we still need justice for Breonna Taylor. <laughs> like, we don't want to. Nigga, we didn't smoke for everybody. That. But right All now, we want to we wanna shift to some, to some addictions. What kind of breaks us to down? Because I'm telling you, every shit. protest I go to, I'm gonna tell you what I smell. Pish. I'm gonna tell you what I don't see is we niggas w- with guns. We went to that Fed thing. <laughs> Nigga came up, wrote, lit at up the city hall, <laughs> lit up at the city hall in the goddamn bro the parking lot. Right. Rolled up something. What does that tell you? <laughs> Where our minds is at, and yeah. honestly, I see why because we had like. I know me like I, I get anxiety crazy you know what I'm saying yeah. like a lot of things like I'm just anxious about like us like what tomorrow may unfold like right. like bro like 2020 done brought us something new every month you yeah. know what I'm saying I think June really yeah, might have been yeah, a, every week bro yeah real shit June might have been one of the mildest months like yeah, 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 <laughs> and it was yeah. still crazy in June yeah you know so it's like alright the anxiety crazy you know what I'm saying plus your own individual situations and just shit like just life in general, like, I'm like, yeah, weed's necessary sometimes. Because <laughs> we don't want to go fucking nuts, man. Like, I'm telling you, you just, like, living in America, like, as a, you just want to go fucking nuts. To your point, is this a pre-planned agenda? To get niggas high? Well, legalization. Well, Talking yes. about legalization. For sure. All that bullshit. Like, you know, obviously they take their pace on, on the whole reforming everything. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like, do you think they legalized it when they know shit was about to hit the fan? Because they, yeah. you, you know, this motherfucker's the system plans 10 years ahead of time. That versus us. There's that. And then there's like the money behind this shit, right? We know niggas profit, bro. Street, bro. There's been niggas who done built empire off just Kush. Selling yeah. Kush their whole life done built an empire. Yeah. Right? So it's like, there's, then they're like, alright, that's another reason why niggas should stop smoking with, stop smoking and fucking with these big, I mean, even if you don't stop smoking, go back to your street pharmaceuticals because these big companies, bro, they're, they're white owned. You know what I'm saying? I, I would but call where, it I would call it native owned, but I'm calling five dollar Indians. But where did this uh, pharmaceutical street pharmaceuticals get it from? Because I feel like they get it from the you know some narcos. niggas be growing, bro. I mean, narcos. some niggas got that how high, but then some of that narco, some of that Mexican shit. But the shit but they grow is is all natural. That since Amelia, no, since Amelia, not even natural. That's why they call it that, but no, it's not. That's why that shit be dirt weed. That's why I like up here, man. This it's hard. Like honestly, it's like you, you got to treat your weed like your food. Yeah, you need if you're not growing it yourself, you can't trust it. Uh-huh. If you don't know the source of which it came, you really got to be skeptical. You got to know you're smoking to be smoking. Yeah, all right, you're smoking to be smoking. They'll say that you think you you getting by off this high ass THC and shit like that. Honestly, you're not even in, like that ain't. Real so weed. in other words, it could be an experiment. We are an experiment. Yeah. That's all this shit is. How do we respond? Like off these chemicals, how do we respond when certain shit happens? And and and, and a lot of it, man, dog, making us soft. Yeah. 
A lot of shit making us soft, making us more sensitive, you know what I'm saying? Just soft. Like, they don't want us to, because they know the only thing next in this country, because we're entering the age of information. This is why they want you soft, because they understand astrology, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're entering the age of information. We've entered. Yeah. I ain't even going to say we're entering. We've entered. We done crossed that threshold astrologically. Yeah. And now we're about to go through this period where a lot of things are being revealed. That's why a lot, that's why a lot of shit's coming to the light. That's why a lot of shit's coming to the light. All these pedophiles, you know what I'm saying? All these other motherfuckers who who been who been doing wrong for so long, they're being exposed now because that's the age we're entering, the age of information, the age of revelation. You know what I'm saying? That's the book of revelations. It made sense because it's revealing to you what's going to happen next. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so right now, all this shit's being exposed. We're in the last chapter. We in the last we in the last chapters but before the big switch. And so, as the shit as the shit starting to get exposed, they know that all right. I have to jump ahead of this. Yeah. We have to make them not want to do something about it because if they knew the truth, like Pac said, if my niggas knew the truth, they'd hit the roof. Yeah. You know what I'm saying if we knew the truth, we'd really start fucking shit up. You think you know what I'm saying? You think it's cool? Like there's honestly because of our complacency. Yeah. Here in America, because of how accessible things are, because weed's legal, because I can go to the NBA game or the NFL game, or I can go to work and I can make some money, I can go to the club and I can get drunk, I can go get some girls, I can go do yeah. all of that. My slavery is so comfortable in America yeah. that even in, even at the wake of my injustice, when I'm in face-to-face with my injustice, I'm going to show it mercy right. because my comfort I care about. Because I can still go home. Like my nigga said, man, we did a podcast a minute back. Like my nigga said, but you know what I'm saying? Some revolutions, some countries, they march through the jungle for weeks, days, months, years. Niggas ain't built like that. We want Gucci belts. We want Gucci flip-flops. We want to fuck bitches in Gucci flip-flops. You know what I'm saying? We want to rap about and glorify that type of shit. We're so comfortable with that, that the revolution is right now. In our face, and we can't even see that shit or really fully commit to that shit because right. of our comfortability. And part of that shit come from hitting that cush and going bar day to day, like, like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. Yeah. Like it's nothing. We're so comfortable within our. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, eventually, like, like think about it, bro. Like, like we talked about last episode, was that slave mentality yeah. and how slaves just became like you normalize slavery yeah. you know what I mean like you eventually slavery became normal so you just going up getting going to the cotton field so you don't get your ass beat like all that shit became normal you being sold and, and all of this shit like you think 400 years nigga like all that shit became normal so now all this shit that we see and that we do is fucking normal so we're comfortable. So in the wake of war, in the midst of war that we're living in, we can't see it. So do you think um, with all that, niggas will be able to stop smoking the kush? No. You think, nigga, we not about to stop smoking kush. Ain't nobody else about to stop smoking that goddamn kush either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think at, at this point in time, it's, it's more so like that'll come later. We mm-hmm. got to recognize that it's a problem first. It's just like we got to recognize, like, we got to recognize so many different things are a problem first. This is just the start of a conversation. This is the second layer of a conversation. We start talking with addictions, but with addiction, like, bro, I know that shit ain't solved overnight. 
You know, like we know, like we can sit here and admit and confess to our addiction. But I can tell you right now, I'm a roll up later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not because I want to. I'm going to tell y'all and I'm going to tell the world, I don't want to. I want to stop. And you can be like, oh, yeah, it's this, that, and the third. Like, what do we'll be just the person, the choice we do? Like, man, yeah, to each their own. Yeah. Everybody got their own struggles and shit that they're dealing with. But I'm going to tell y'all, niggas want to stop. Yeah. Most people do. You, you, the, the niggas who out there addicted to meth, the niggas out there who addicted to, to alcohol, the niggas out there who addicted to... So much shit. Like, yeah. they really don't want to be. Yeah. They yeah. really don't want to be. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. that thirst, like, in, niggas have never done seen Blade, nigga. That thirst gets you every time. That blood. That that blood. That adrenochrome, thirst. Adrenochrome. Yeah, man. That thirst, it gets oh, you. Speaking of adrenochrome, have Should you seen, have you seen uh, Ellen? Ellen. Degenerous. The house arrest Ellen? Have you seen her face? Uh-uh. I suggest you go look it up, dog. Ellen, what's up with her? You know, she's been, uh, apparently, somehow, she's been under house arrest. So, she's not been getting the uh, adrenochrome. And um, you should see her face when she's on TV versus now. Oh, my. I got to look up Ellen. Look at that face. And it's something interesting just to look at. I'm like, but, you know, I know we're going way south with this. But I'm just like, yo. I seen her face and then, you know. The, the pre-makeup, I was like, oh, my God. Like, zombie. Zombie. <laughs> like a zombie. For real, for real. <laughs> hey, y'all got y'all to gotta know that a lot, of, a lot of this shit, a lot of people that, that we look up to, they, they're, they're bigger plays as a part of uh, a fucked up society, y'all. Like, we are... What do we know? We are, you know, and you know what? I'm telling y'all this now. Our next episode is going to be titled Living Outside the Matrix, because that's what we're going to talk about. Living Outside the Matrix, looking at things from a bird's eye view and a racist eye view or at a, a universal eye view. We're going to step back from the plate and we're just going to assess. That's what we're going to do for y'all next episode. Real talk. Well, for this episode, I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope you're looking in the mirror. Yeah. And I hope you're really, really, really thinking about like, Ask yourself. am I addicted to that shit? For real. Think about that shit. Real talk. And, if, and, and how you want to know, go a day or two without, without. And just tell yourself, damn, did I want to? Did I want to? Did I? You know what I'm saying? And what makes me want to? Go a day or two without makeup. <laughs> this nigga's stupid. <laughs> Yo, that's funny. Oh, you know what? Let's go take a swim. Let's go take a swim. Yeah. <laughs> this dude, real. It's like, so, it's been real, though. Just, man. just, just think about that shit, y'all. Definitely. In the meantime, do what y'all do. Until next time. Peace. He's your man, Light up that blind, up that motherfucking blind, fucking blind. back that sun, back that shit, man. This that shit that we ride, ride This that shit that we vibe, vibe. This that shit that we get high to. That gangster music, nigga. And you can try, but you ain't the boosted, nigga. No, no.
gotta murder, gotta keep your name. This that shit that we ride to. Yeah. I know the game, I know the street. I got the rap, you got the beat, and we gon' lay it down real sweet. So y'all can ride head by the side to side. I don't want shit from my fans, but this feel a real nigga vibe when you're down and out. Don't nobody trust nobody. But when you got bread, it seems like everybody love you. It's still fucked up, man. In certain cases, believe it. Look, look, they still racist. I can see it on them bitches' faces. That's why I'm smoking and laughing. I got my grind on. They don't feel my struggle, they think my mind gone. That's why it's murder, murder. Kill, kill on the corner. These little niggas got big pistols ready to put it on your soul. When you die, you might swear be high. Is it heaven or hell? Or is it all a lie? That's why I smoke purple on Monday. Purple on Tuesday. Man, I'm smoking on purple, ease my mind. It's that shit that we get.